This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. It's time for Thriller Thursdays, here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Stage Struck Audio Theater brings you We're on the Air. The year is 1944 and our ragtag group at WLL are trying to eke out a living and entertain the public on the airwaves and distract them from the ravages of war. As we tune in to WLL, we find them at the end of another exciting adventure of The Shroud. Let's listen. ends another adventure of the Shroud, harbinger of doom for all criminals, thugs, and even members of the Access Powers. Tune in next week, dear listeners, as Sheldon Gasoline, that gas will get you there fast, and WLL bring you the next exciting episode of the Shroud. Okay, Marty, that's it. We're off the air and broadcasting from Studio C. Good job. Good job, everyone. Nice work covering for our lead actor, Marty. Thanks. I didn't know I had it in me. The Shroud may have competition. I doubt it. Excuse me, Charlene. I need to move the mic stick set up for the promise of a new day show that goes on in an hour. Sorry, love. I get in the way here in the studio all the time. I guess it's just my way. No, not at all. Oh, yes, I do. I know I'm the star of this show, but I can give room for the technicians. The lowly, but the brave. Uh, hold on just a sec. You used to be a grunt before you got ambitious and became a radio actor. Ah, the good old days, Ted. Now so gone and long forgotten. Yeah, well, why don't you make yourself useful and pick up those cables? Sure, Ted. I'll be in the green room scrounging around for a cup of coffee in the script of The Promise of a New Day. Has anyone seen it? Ask Candy. Has anyone seen Candy? Not me, and I'm supposed to be her boyfriend. Since she became one of the lead writers for WLL, I hardly see her anymore. Hey. Hey, everybody. Great show. I was listening up at the front desk. Which is being run by? No one, obviously. I mean, I'm here and not there, but if I was there and not here, then someone would be running the front desk, but since I'm not there and here... I get it, honey. I get it. Please, I'm in a hurry. I love it when you call me honey, honey. I just wanted to drop by and remind you that we're having dinner tonight with my parents to discuss the reception for the wedding. Wow, is it that time already? The wedding bells are about to ring? I'm so jealous, Mitzi. Don't be, it's only Ted. Hey! Just seeing if you were listening, my soon-to-be hubby. Mitzi, sweetheart? Yes, bunny? You're standing on the cord I need to roll up. Sorry, don't forget dinner tonight at my folks' house. Are they going to charge for my meal this time? Oh, you. That was just a joke. Your future father-in-law charged you for dinner? No, my future mother-in-law. How much? Nothing. It was a joke. It was no joke. It was $1.28, which thankfully included a cup of coffee. That's pretty reasonable. 
Can I come tonight, Mitzi? It sure beats going to the top hat every night. Oh, no, Charlene. If you came over to eat, that would mean my mom would have to go down to the market to get another loaf of bread and some milk and some eggs and whatnots, and she doesn't like going to the market. And then she would have to get Dad to pitch in to help cook all the extra food, which always leads to a brawl. And then they threaten to divorce each other or something worse. I was only teasing, Mitzi. Oh, good one. I need to go track down the news on the wire for broadcasting and... Anyone seen Candy? I had some in a bowl up at my front desk if you want some. Not now, Mitzi. I have no time for your bubble brain. I mean candy as in the person. And not the candy as in candy, but candy as in candy. Got it. Why are you here? Who's watching the phones? I am. From here in the studio? No, obviously not, but that is my job, to watch the phones. You mean, that's what I pay you for? Yeah, that's what you tell me anyway. Ted... Are you going to willingly shackle yourself to this woman? No one else will have her, Lee. That's true. I tried finding someone else. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> Very funny. I think Lee is giving you a hint, honey. I got it, I think. Mitzi, back to work! Yes, sir. On my way. I need to find Candy, but she's not in the writer's room. You didn't look hard enough, Finn. Since you promoted her to one of the writers, she's decided that that's her new living quarters. And less time for you, Marty. I've heard it a million times. You need to quit whining. Didn't I pass some rule about workers fraternizing with each other? Yeah, it didn't take. Nope. Sorry. Oh, okay. Shows what I know. Look, I need to speak to Candy. It's important. More important than getting me the news copy to read over the air? Yes, Marty, because the next news story you read may be me going to jail. What for? Murder! See ya! I take no cream, dear. I know that, Charlene. I've been getting your coffee now for over a year. I know what you take. You are so good to me. I'm not your maid. I know. She'll be here later to bring me my wrap. I get chilly in the studio in the late evenings. It's called winter the last time I checked. Candy, don't be bitter. Be better. Can I quote you on that? You're the writer. Go ahead. You seem a bit nervous today, Candy, if you don't mind me saying so. I do mind, very much so. Still, not everyone around here gets fawned all over and waited on hand and foot. And I feel sorry for them, as I've always had that treatment. It's your face, not your attitude, sister. Come on, Candy. This is Charlene you're talking to, dear. I know you're only letting off steam. If that were only true... Not every one of us can be Charlene Fontaine, but I can. And I do my very best to be the best Charlene Fontaine I can be. And apparently I do it well from the number of fan letters I receive here at the station. Charlene, I need to go work on my next script. Speaking of which, where's my next episode of Ann Nolan, M.D.? I need to get prepped for it. She's probably my favorite role I've ever played here at WLL. Oh, uh, that, uh, let's see now. I do like to have it to prepare. Just think, I'm getting to portray the only female doctor character on the airwaves. I'm making history. Yeah, yeah, some of us have more important things to think about than history. Such as... Making myself scarce, gotta run. Finally in the news, Japan has just begun an invasion attempt of India. It's still a long way to go for our boys over there. We'll update you on everything related to the war as soon as we get it. 
News brought to you by Grandma's Biscuit Mix. For that fluffy, light, flaky biscuit to start your day, it's Grandma's Biscuit Mix. And if Grandma made it, it's not just good, it's divine. We now bring you today's chapter of Captain Noon and the Sky Cavaliers. Okay, Marty, we're hooked up to Studio C for Captain Noon. Fantastic. Break time. I'm headed down to grab a bite at Edna's Cafe. Want to come with me? I'm on an enforced fast. Whatever for? You aren't suddenly religious, are you? Oh, wait, you are. Sorry, it must be Lent. It's Mitzi. She wants me to stay off the feed bag until we get to her parents. You're frowning. Her mom's a bad cook? No, not at all. Why the frown? Mitzi likes to help her. Uh-oh. Uh-oh is right. Mitzi can't cook. She made a batch of grandma's biscuits and proved that they aren't divine. In fact, the opposite. From the devil? You said it. Hello, uh... Maybell Norton. Hiya, honey. Can we help you, Miss Norton? I'm the new, uh, actress for the Sally Rittner nurse program. Uh, ma'am, why are you staring at the wall? I'm captivated by it. I love studio walls, don't you? I never paid attention. Because he's too poor. Get it? Because, uh... Nah, forget it. Done. Oh. <laughs> Ma'am, do you mind talking to us face to face? No! Yes, yes I do. I'm suddenly very shy. You're also suddenly very candy. What?! You did not see through my disguise. Candy? That's you? But you've got the thing with the other thing in the Painted on makeup and the massive wig? I'm on the run. You've got to hide me. What exactly have you done to go to such lengths? I'm hiding from Lee. Candy, sweetie, what's going on? Marty, I think I may have done the worst thing. Aha! Gotcha! No, you don't! Uh, those shoes weren't made for running. Bye, Marty, Ted! Hold on there! This is your boss talking! Do you ever feel like you're left out around here? That's my constant state of being, Ted. Here, let me help you set up for the next show. It's tough being me, Mitz. You know what I mean? Not sure. I mean, I'm me and you're you, so for me to be you and for you to be me, we would have to have some kind of major supernatural assistance. Forget it, Mitzi. Forget it. A lot of people have been telling me that lately. I can imagine. Watch it escaping from a bull elephant! Candy, get back here right now! Excuse me, ladies. Hey! Lee! I didn't think we could play tag while at work. You said it. What's with the race? Oh, Candy, she... Oops. Oops. What? Mitts? Lips sealed, not be unsealed. Cross my heart, hope to die, but hope it doesn't come to that. Ah, I get it. Candy must be showing initiative again. Not a word or syllable from me. I hate to tell you, but those were words and syllables you just said. They were not. Mitzi, how do you ever make it through life? A lot of people have been asking me that as well lately. Little wonder. So spill about Candy. Can't. Pinky promises were made. Fine. I'll trip Lee the next time he runs by and get him to tell me. Sounds good to me. I need to get my script for Hank Randall, P.I. See you later, Mitz. Bye, see ya, Charlene. <sighs> I would know that sigh anywhere, and it has man trouble written all over it. How did you know? Who are you talking to? I've been a heartbreaker since puberty. Wow, that long? Not that long, Mitzi. 
What has Ted done this time? We're supposed to have dinner with my folks tonight, and he doesn't like to have dinner with them as my mom grates on his nerves and my dad is more interested in listening to the radio. Our station? No. The heathen. Sorry. No, it's true. He's more interested in shows on the Blue Network. What's wrong with WLL? No, don't answer that. I know all too well. So I have to practically twist his arm to get him there. He wants to marry me, but he would like to stay as far away from my folks as humanly possible. Have you stuck out your bottom lip and let it quiver? I did that already. He's immune. (sighs) Tears? No, I refuse. Silent treatment. He likes it when I take a breath and not talk. And this is the man you're going to marry? Yes. Isn't he wonderful? Ah, love. Blind, deaf, and stupid. Ain't it, though? If he gets you, Mitzi, he gets your parents, too. It's how this whole marriage thing works. Or at least that's what they tell me. He has such a bad attitude. Invite someone else. Other than Ted? Whatever for? The last resort. Jealousy. Ooh, he does get jealous. I don't know if I want to do that, Charlene. It's time to straighten your fella out. This is 1944. He needs to pitch in and do his part. We ladies have been doing it since the Garden of Eden, and we're long overdue for the guys to make themselves useful. But make him jealous? That's the ticket. But who? Who else? Ooh, I like the way you think, Charlene. Beep, beep, coming through, running for my life. Hold on. No, you're not. Marty, Lee will- Hush a minute. Candy! I know you think you did it for good reasons, but you're gonna get me killed. And I don't mean not figuratively, either. Candy! This is the closest I've been to you in a long time, Marty. I like it. We're in the janitor's closet. That's the only reason why. You're pouting. You got that right, sister. I thought we were a thing. We are a thing, as you like to put it. You know what I mean. No! I don't know what you mean, Marty. You like to grab a burger and a soda. You like to catch a flick. You like to walk in the park. And that's about it. About it? About it? I'll have you know everything but the walk in the park cost me plenty. That's all this is to you? An expense? Do you write me off on your taxes? Candy. I'm out of here. No, you're not. I apologize. I'm sorry. Sorry, okay? Okay. I'm trying to tell you that... I miss seeing you on a regular basis. I'm working more hours as a writer now. I know that. Wait, you miss me? I think I said that, yeah. Say it again. It again. (laughs) I did what you said. No comedy, Marty. Tell me how you feel. I miss you. I miss you too. Now how are you going to fix that? Me? Why is it always me that has to fix? Ugh! You are so slow, Marty. Goodbye. Stay put. Nope. You had your chance. Candy, I want to tell you that I love you and want to be with you every second of every day, but the words get stuck. Who in the world am I talking to? Back to work. Lee. Ted, have you seen? Uh, The answer is no. She hasn't been this way in the last 10 minutes. I'm going to commit homicide. Would you tell me what's going on around here? Why are you tempting a heart attack by suddenly becoming a long distance runner? Candy. You firmly established that Candy is to blame. She's wreaking havoc around here. She's a writer. That's showing initiative. Uh Uh-oh. What did she do? Did she kill off the shroud in the next episode? No. If only. We could cope with that. 
Then what? She became chummy with the sponsor of Ann Nolan, M.D. Oh, yeah, Martha Perkins from Perkins Wax. That's Perkins Wax for the gloss so bright you'll think you've gone blind. Yes, <laughs> very funny. Well, Miss Perkins doesn't like Charlene's performance of Ann Nolan. You have got to be joking me. Charlene loves that part and does some of her best work on it. I know, I know, I agree. But the sponsor thinks that she's too unrealistic as a woman doctor. Says she's demeaning the profession with her performance. What's that got to do with Candy? Miss Perkins said she would increase her sponsorship of WLL if Candy would write Ann Nolan off the show for a week or two. Kill off the main character of the show? Is she insane? It's worse than that. Then she wants Candy to write her back into the show with a different actor playing the part. Charlene's part? Yes! Oh, dear. Charlene will kill everyone in the station. Twice. I know. Tell me about it. That's why I'm trying to corner Candy to end her days on this earth. Hi, Lee. Ted. Uh, Mitzi, what are you- I thought we established that you work the front desk around here. I'm on my break, thank you very much. Oh. Uh, Mitz, Lee and I were in the middle of something. No problem. I was just going through the studio to find Marty. You haven't seen him, have you? Uh, out in the hallway the last time I saw him. He's going to take me to lunch. He's what? Don't get me wrong, Ted. The station could use the cash flow. We run on a shoestring as it is around here. But Charlene will lose her mind. That's the least of what she'll do. We've got to figure something out. We? All hands on deck for this one, Ted. Gotta go. Lunch with Marty? There's my acting partner. Why so glum? Your lip is dragging on the floor. Hey, Charlene. It's nothing. Amour. It's a sickness around here that I can't seem to catch. Candy's about to drive me stark, raving, mad crazy. Then it is love. For real. Is this what it feels like? You're asking me? Of course you are. I'm the station expert, I suppose. But truthfully, Marty, I've only felt the way you're describing a couple hundred times or so. Charlene, I'm dead serious. And I'm not? Who are you talking to, dear? She's hardly ever around with her new job. Do you give her a reason to be around? What's that supposed to mean? Do you take her out? When I can. When she'll let me. To do what, pray tell? A movie, a burger, a walk in the park? You're doomed! No wonder she won't give you the time of day! I need help. Look no further. Leave it to me. In what way? It's called the Green-Eyed Monster. Jealousy? Precisely. I don't think that's a good idea, Charlene. Charlene, we're almost on for Hank Randall P.I. Be right there! Hold that thought, pumpkin. Leave it to Charlene. Uh, I don't think that's so... But whatever I do, Marty, go along with it, got it? Ah, there's someone in here. Someone works here. I work here, too. Could have fooled me. It looks like you've been trying out for long-distance running. In our studio. Sorry, Ted. Really, I am. But Lee's going to end my life, and once Charlene finds out what's going on, she's going to kill me, too. Ah, uh, yes. You were writing her out of Ann Nolan, M.D. What? How did you find out? No one but Lee and I are supposed to know that. 
And the sponsor knows it. She requested it. You're not supposed to know, Ted. She and I go way back. She sponsored a show on a little station in Pittsburgh when I was there a few years back. We became friends. How in the world did you befriend Martha Perkins? You just have to know how to handle her. She's all gruff and grizzly bear on the outside, but she's really a softie. I'm having a tough time believing that. She's a tough nut to crack. I know, but she's really all heart deep down. Deep, deep down. Maybe. Lee and Charlene are going to hang me from the nearest tree. Oh, I'm sure it can all be worked out. You don't need to be hiding all over the station. I don't know what else to do, Ted. I was a script girl for so long around here that when Lee promoted me to a writer, I wanted to make a good impression. You have. Your scripts are some of the best we've got. I've been writing day and night just to make sure I don't lose my slot around here. Everyone's noticed that, too. Marty especially. Don't talk to me about Marty right now. Love trouble, huh? You have no idea. <laughs> oh, yes I do. What? You and Mitz? You two are the cutest couple in the world. Yeah, well, we're going through some stuff right now. I'm trying to adjust to her parents, which isn't easy, and I'm trying to not let Mitzi's ditziness drive me to the brink of insanity. She adores you. You'd think that, wouldn't you? But since we got engaged, we don't have time to do things we used to do. Like, go get a malt at the drugstore, or go to the beach, or... She loves you so much, Ted. Yeah, well, she just told me a few minutes ago she's going out with Marty for lunch. Marty? What for? You tell me. Marty. Yes. Marty. Yes! My Marty! With my Mitzi? Should an engaged woman be going out with a single man, any man for that matter, for lunch? I say no. Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but there it is. Ugh, that burns me up! That Marty. Duh, he's just doing that to get my attention. Looks like he's got it. Well, I can play that game too. You want Mitzi too? Just be my Mitzi, the girl I fell in love with. Good deal. Follow my lead. Whatever I do, just go with it. What are you going to do? It'll be a surprise. Hey, Charlene, we're about to do a mic check. Wonderful! Candy, you're standing still for a change. I needed to catch my breath. Of course you did. Where's my script for Ann Nolan, MD, dear? Ann Nolan? One script at a time, Charlene. We still need to do the P.I. show first. Right, of course. I'm just so anxious to do another Ann Nolan. She's my favorite character. Did you know that, Candy? Uh, I think I heard you mention it, yeah. I hope I play her until the very end. I don't think there'll be any problems with that happening. What? Uh, Charlene, could, could you just stand back a bit and let me get these cables across to the mics? Uh, oh, sorry. I do get in the way, don't I? Don't we all? None more than me, I'm afraid. So right after Hank Randall P.I., I'll want to see the Ann Nolan script so I can prepare, okay, Candy? Sure. Why not? I think I should go now. Oh, hold on. Isn't Marty about to be here for the show? Any second now, I'm sure. I better hit the road so I can... No, Candy, why don't you stick around for the broadcast? Oh, hey, all. Mitzi, what are you doing here? Whatever I feel like, I think. Yes, whatever I want. Are you okay? Peachy keen, Theodore. Oh, just great. I know whenever you call me Theodore that something's wrong. What's wrong? You're going five minutes for Hank Randall, gang. What's this? A convention? Marty! Marty! Hello there. Marty, you and I should really find a quiet place. We're still on for lunch, aren't we, Marty? I think he promised that we'd go to lunch. Didn't you, Marty? Uh... Marty, what is going on? Why are you asking? Ixnay, Ixnay. Oh, yeah, right. Sure, exactly. 
I guess I double booked for lunch, ladies. I do apologize. I don't mind. Do you, Mitz? To get to have lunch with this hunk of a man? Why would I ever? Mitzi, just what do you think you're doing? I really should get out of here and let- No, stay, Candy! Did you know that Marty has curly hair right underneath here behind his ear? <laughs> that tickles. I know it does, Marty. You said you liked it when I did that. He said what? Or the curl underneath his other ear on the other side of his head. <laughs> Mitzi, I'm ticklish there. <laughs> we go on in five minutes with Hank Randall. What in the name of common sense is going on in here? Did you know, Lee, that Marty loves the color blue, hot cocoa, and long walks on the beach? And that he adores rainy nights, Penny Goodman, and Fred Allen? Marty! Charlene is bad enough, but Mitzi is an engaged woman. Am I? Sometimes I forget. You're wearing my ring, aren't you? You better be! Oh, this old thing? I guess so. Mitzi! Fine. If it's not good enough for you, you can give it back to me. Oh, Ted, you say the funniest things. <laughs> and I adore that cowlick of yours on the back of your head. Let me run my fingers through it. Has someone replaced the water cooler with moonshine again? I'll fire whoever's responsible. And I just love Marty's dimples. Look at those dimples. But what about his adoring smile? Smile for us, Marty. Sure. Oh, Ted, take me dancing tonight, will you? Maybe Marty and I will see you there. Me too. You all planned this, didn't you? Today's the day you all decided to mess with my life, right? That's what you said? Lee's just too nice a guy to not to mess with? Didn't you? Am I right? Marty, get your hands off my fiance. My hands aren't on her. Oh, yes they are. Put your hands on me, Marty. Just one, Marty, so you can put the other one on me. Mitzi, you, you floozy. Stand still, Ted, so I can put my arms around you. I'm beginning to feel like the odd man out around here. Maybe I should go out and come back in. Candy, you better get away from my man. Now I'm your man? That means Marty's all mine then. Uh... No, wait, he's mine too. All right, stop. Stop it right this second. We have a show that goes on the air in less than five minutes. The rest of the cast and the Foley guy are on their way as I speak. Whatever tomfoolery you all have planned is over. Got it? Blame Marty. Me? You barely know I'm alive, Candy. So you go off and flirt with other women? And one of them is about to be married. Mitzi, I don't know if I want to get married to you if you're going to behave like- Me? My behavior? I love my parents, and I want you to love my parents, and I want you to look forward to going and eating with them when I want to see them. Don't look at me, y'all. I was just playing a part. Uh, less than five minutes means just that, folks. Oh, you were, were you? I hope you enjoyed it, because you're going to be down one of your parts in a day or two. Candy! No! Candy! Please don't say another word. The war with Germany will look like a BB gun fight if you don't. Whatever are you talking about? You can kiss Anne Nolan goodbye, sister. The sponsor doesn't like your performance, so I'm writing you out of the show so we can find a replacement. Oh dear, how you've gone and done it. Is this truly? I, I, uh... One thing about being a professional actress, Candy, is we know how to exit stage left. Charlene, we have a show. Mitzi. I mean it, Ted. You marry me, you marry into my family. My flaky, fruity, off-the-wall family. For better or for worse. As long as I get you, Mitz. Oh, Ted. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <sighs> Not here. Come on. 
how about we broadcast our show? You know, one of our most popular shows? How idiotic could you be? I didn't think I was being an idiot. Not you, Marty. Why? Because I want you to know how much I miss seeing you and being with you? By having not one, but two women flirt with you? I only knew about Charlene. I have no idea what Mitzi was doing. It shows just how little you think of me if you would do something like that. You couldn't keep your hands off of Ted. Only because... because... Uh, because why? I don't know! And what's more, I do not care. Candy, how is a guy supposed to show how he feels for you? Tell me and I'll do it. The show? You do it, Lee. Uh, don't panic, Lee. You have no cast, no technician, and a show that goes on the air in two minutes. No problem. No sweat. No hill for a climber. Somebody wake me up! I'm having a nightmare! Will Charlene get her part back? Will Ted and Mitzi really walk down the aisle? And will Marty and Candy ever get to say I love you to each other? Tune in next time to We're on the Air to find out. You've been listening to Stage Struck Audio Theater's production of We're on the Air. In the cast, as Marty, Lucas Lowry, Candy, Gabby Melicaro Strange, Charlene, Zan Matic, Ted, Ryan Malone, Mitzi, Mia Nave, Lee, Julian Cornejo, script by Brett Jones. Stage Struck Audio Theater is a production of Wichita State University Theater Department. There are a number of everyday precautions that we can all take that may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. The first is to make sure to clean your hands often. Now, washing your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds is the best, but if you don't have that, try to use a hand sanitizer that has at least 60% alcohol. And to the extent possible, avoid touching high-touch surfaces in public places. These are things like elevator buttons, door handles, handrails, or of course handshaking with people. Wash your hands after touching surfaces in public places. Avoid touching your face, your nose, and your eyes. And clean and disinfect your home to remove germs, practicing routine cleaning of frequently touched surfaces like tables, doorknobs, light switch handles will make a difference. Avoid crowds, especially in poorly ventilated spaces. All these small things that we can do may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. For more information, go to cdc.gov and be well, everyone.